Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Roxy and today I'm here with my fellow host, Jay. Hello. To keep up with all our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Mag and YouTube The Craze. And if you're watching this on YouTube, before we begin, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, do all the good things, YouTube things, whatever, and subscribe to our channel to catch our next episode and hit that bell for notifications for whenever we upload new videos. And we are here because it is the third year of K-Pop Social Nights Podcast Fest 2022. It is a pleasure to be here and thank you for just having us. And we just wanted to mention that, you know, July is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month and we are doing all the things for um, KPSN Podcast Fest and we're just excited to be here. But since we are here, we wanted to also just talk about that and what you know, mental health means a lot to me and Roxy. And so, yeah, we just want to be here to celebrate this, uh, this and other people and just be recognizing of that. But what are we actually talking about today too, aside from KPSN, Roxy? So for our special KPSN episode, we're going to uh, bring back the three by three that we did for albums. But this time we are going to do K-dramas. So we're just going to give a rundown of some of our favorite k-dramas ever released i just want to note for those who are like hearing possibly hearing the three by three for the first time so it is your top nine of whichever and we are not the first originators of this particular trend um i i you know other podcasts have done it before i think it used to be a thing back a few years ago so we are just trying to take that idea and you know we decided to put it We've done an albums episode, as Roxy mentioned, but this time K-dramas. And we don't get to talk about K-dramas often on, on the Craze cast. So we're just going to give you our top nine K-dramas. And let's see if me and Roxy have some similar ones in here. Because we do have, we have watched a couple of dramas together. Or like, you know, like the same ones or on the same time. So let's see what makes it onto the list. And I hope you guys enjoy this. And if you haven't watched these K-dramas yet, we highly recommend to you because these are our favorites. So do you want to go first, Roxy? Yes, because I feel very strongly about the first one. Okay. <laughs> My first one is, well, the top two are like close to each other, but the first one I'm going to go with is Strong Woman Do Bongstun. I put that on my list too. <laughs> <laughs> I love this drama so much. The concept of the drama um, and how the main lead sort of interacts with the, the two male male leads. Mm-hmm. Um, so the concept is basically that Do Bong Soon is born with like an unbelievable amount of power. It's just something that runs in their family. And initially she tries to hide it. So she has a crush on Jisoo, who is the second male lead and acts like a very weak, like, oh, please help me, Mr. Policeman. I can't do anything by myself. <laughs> to like appear uh, I don't know like more appealing to him um but then she meets Park Hyun-sik who is the CEO of like a gaming company um and he kind of witnesses her 
her like power in action and is like almost instantly attracted to her because of it. So the way that their relationship grows is based on the fact that he sees this part of her and admires it. Whereas like Jisoo just thinks that she's like this little lamb that needs help. So the the, delicate flower. (laughs) Yes, a little delicate flower. And she doesn't want to show him her strength because she thinks he won't, you know, appreciate that. So to me, it shows like a very healthy sort of like relationship dynamic in that like this person sees all of you and loves you for it, as opposed to you having to pretend to be something else. And of course, there's like a lot, there's like a whole murder plot shit going on. Like there's tons of different stuff in this drama. It's funny. um, It's romantic. It's a little bit crazy. Um, in terms of like the thriller aspect of it but I think it just has like everything and uh, the chemistry between the two leads is amazing and it's funny it's such a funny show like um like here we have Park Bo Young she's the main lead and you know she's like this tiny little little lady up against the really two tall actors and she's just like has this mighty strength to her and that that particular k-drama is like one it has a repeatability to it that it's just like that is so fun and it's so cute to see and like you mentioned the chemistry was just out of this world and they still are friends to this day and they support each other when it comes to their other k-dramas so i mean really good choice and like my one of my favorite parts of it is how how uh park Hyun-shik is character you know he gets all fluffy about like oh my god she texted me <laughs> and it's yeah. just like one of the like favorite things because he said he likes her so much but he has to also, there's the premise that he has to pretend that he's gay when he's not gay. And so it's just like, he's like, oh, man, I really like this girl. But um, really quickly, I also forgot, if you want to see what our what the three by threes actually look like, we'll put up a little, we'll put up like our own screenshots of which ones so you can see um, which, uh, how the three by three looks like. It's just basically a a square literally three by three but yes anyways um really good drama and yeah that that made it onto my list um where was it on your list though was it in like the top part uh okay so I kind of did it where technically what the one that's in the middle is my top number one because it's in the middle of the square if you're looking at it it was number two on my list though because my num the number one that I have is actually weightlifting fairy Kimbokju. Oh, that's my number two. <laughs> so we're switched in this case. And again, really get great chemistry between the two leads, Nam Ju Hyuk and uh, Lee Sung Kyung. Really amazing job. Also another premise of like, you know, I am this person that like is passionate about this, but you know, one of the whole... I have to pretend to be something I'm not, but there's somebody who sees me for who I am. Well, he's kind of a a jerk to her a little bit just because it's just like he teases her because they're childhood friends. But but then he realized like, oh wait, I have feelings for this girl. Like, and so it was just cute overall. And every time I like, it's one of the dramas that I'll go back to at least once a year and it never gets old. Like 
it never gets old. They're, like, it's funny. It's cute. It has its moments. And it's a good coming of age story as well. Even though they're technically in university, it's a really good coming of age because it really comes into her own, like, no, I am who I am. I'm not necessarily perfect, but, you know, it's not going to stop me from not only falling in love, but also doing the, the one thing that I like, which is weightlifting. And I'm going to be a badass about it. So I'm just like, yeah, why not? It's the it's the drama that made me fall in love with Nam Juhuk. It was bad. Like the first time I watched it, I was like, I'm genuinely infatuated with this person. <laughs> <laughs> like this character is like the exact, like my ideal type of person. Yeah. Even the teasing part, like I, I'm a sucker for like the Sundare, like yeah. he's, he's making fun of you because he likes you trope. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the way he looks at her, he looks like, he's so good at this. He looks at her like he adores her. Yeah, it I mean, so cute. I mean, it came out they were dating after this because their chem- their chemistry was so good together. I mean, it's sad that they're not together anymore. Sorry, but like you could tell, like like you were saying, like when he's looking at her, there is the affection there. It's like genuine. It's not acting. And everybody, yeah. like at the time it came out, everyone's like, "There's no way they're not dating." And then, like immediately after, they were like. Oh, so we're dating. We were like, we knew it. <laughs> like, of course. Yes. Ah, have to do that. But yeah, um, overall, really fun show. It's another lighthearted show. It, it, I don't think it has its like full on like core like drama. I do have a couple of those on my list, though, that are like, you know, more intense and sad. But like it, it's a feel good kind of K-drama that you won't get tired of. It does have like, it has like angst, the coming of age angst. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they're all having identity crises, like Mm -hmm. things, that kind of stuff. That's Mm -hmm. most of the drama. It's not like the really intense melodrama. Mm -hmm. Unlike strong women, there's no like murder, terrible person plot lines. It's just like a, a university story about a girl who is not considered conventionally attractive because she's a weightlifter. So she's big um and just like coping with her having developing feelings for someone and then sort of understanding like that's not the right thing <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it doesn't work and I liked it too because they show Nam Juhuk's ex-girlfriend is like a gymnast so she's like a skinny little stick they mentioned that you know she trained so hard that she lost her period because they yeah. you know she's so small that kind of stuff so they delve into you know Uh, topics like that but it also sort of like the ex-girlfriend doesn't understand why he doesn't like care about her at all anymore like he does not you know have those feelings for her and she doesn't understand why he's picking the weightlifter yeah so it it just shows a different like side to Mm -hmm. that story Mm -hmm. and you know it's the whole typical trope of putting them together two in one room and it's just like oh great you know here's the contrast between these two characters and yeah, it overall, I it's it's a good drama. It's a good drama. I mean, it's the reason why it's on both of our lists at this point. So I mean, yeah, repeatability always gonna be there. Cute. If you just want the feels, yes. What's your third one? So my third one is kind of goes along with this like trope. Is my idea is Gangnam Beauty? 
Oh, I've never watched it. Oh, I love so it. So do tell me, don't do tell me it's on my list. I, I adored this drama when it came out. So the concept is our lead character, Mireille is going into college. Um, mm-hmm. And she was born as she calls it very ugly. So before college, she went and got a bunch of plastic surgery um, to like start her life new. They show a lot of scenes when she was younger, being bullied for being fat, for being ugly, all of that stuff. So she has a lot of insecurity around this and um, she goes to university and meets Do Kyung Sok, who's played by Cha Eun Woo. Love him so much. He's your classic, like strong, silent type Sundere boy. Um, And he's obviously very attractive. And then the third character um, is Jun Sua. And she is somebody that is apparently born like extremely beautiful. All people talk about is like how good looking she is. And so like the whole story is about how people keep trying to put um, Sua and Kyung Sok together, even though Kyung Sok can see right through her. She is a bad person. Like there's no getting around it. She's a terrible person. Um, she takes her insecurities out on other people. So she is like very subtly bullying Mirei because she knows that she got plastic surgery. Um, so Kyung Sok actually develops feelings for Mirei. They do like a friends to lovers kind of thing. Ooh. Yeah. So they were like, they went to the same middle school and then they meet again in university and he falls for her first. I, I love this trope a lot. So he's, you know, um, and he doesn't care what anybody thinks, but she cares what people think. So it's a, it's a conflict about like, that makes a statement about beauty standards essentially. And, um, how people are treated based on that. And it also dives into, South Korea's like obsession with plastic surgery Mm -hmm. and how even if you get plastic surgery and you're considered beautiful people still give you shit for it right because like oh she obviously her face is done like she gets she gets bullied for that yeah so but Mira is just like a very good character to me she grows into like a very strong type of woman that Mm -hmm. you know no longer has those insecurities and I just really like the relationship dynamic and it really shows like that not everybody who's beautiful is like self-centered about it because mm-hmm. Kyung Sok doesn't give a shit about anything. Mm-hmm. He's like, everybody leave me alone. <laughs> like, what let me be. Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to watch this next considering I'm on a K-drama binge right now. So I'm just like, you know, after that description, I'm going to go watch. Add to, I, do, like, I do watch it. It's It has repeatability to me as well. Cause I catch yeah. new things every time I watch it. Like, on the plot points about, you mm-hmm. know, beauty standards, stuff like that. I think it's, it has a very good message. And, mm-hmm. and I just, I really love those two. They're so cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, two very good looking people in one drama. So yeah, I get that. Um, My third one, I'm trying to, my third one that I had on my list is Goblin. I see. Like that was, that was a big one. That was a big one. I mean, it got um, it really world renowned K drama at this point. Everybody knows who Gong Yu is, aside from you know, like if uh, for the more recent newer K drama people, um, he is the handler in Squid Game. You know, the very handsome dude, dude who is with the little slapping papers. Yes, he went that viral for that. Yeah. It was a cameo, and he went viral for it. Right, right. And then, um, 
also train to busan he is the ma- he's the main actor and um oh gosh the actress's name skip we were just talking about her kim Not go yeah this uh kim go um they are the leads for this one and it is under the premise of um you know kind of cursed becomes a goblin um he cannot fully die and move on until his bride um sword pulls out the sword from him which to most people like he it's invisible but only his bride can see this sword and pull it out of him and um it's just a it's a story about how fate is funny at times and it'll it'll you know who knows who the people who are going to run into and he has supernatural powers they do some callbacks to their feudal era and um imperial era of that and overall like i think it's like one of the few k dramas where i actually really cried to there was um, a lot yeah there's a lot in it that makes you very sad like it does like but their chemistry well i like um kim goen and gong yu's chemistry together but it's the bromance between him and lee dong wook who 100%. is the second uh, uh the second lead that makes it so like cherry on top really good because they they bounce off each other and they're supposed to be each other's enemies but turns out they become close friends and they're like they, besties that hate each other yeah if you like that dynamic it's so much fun yeah and again it was one of those things where fate is funny and all of these people are interconnected with each other and really good drama i will watch that one and i think it's one of the only k dramas i have where i have the physical album because i love the soundtrack of this k drama as well yeah didn't that that soundtrack skyrocketed haze into popularity because yes. she did the opening for that and mm-hmm. it's really good it's really good we got um ailey's i will go to you when to uh when the something about is it the first snow yeah yeah, and Crush, like Crush's that. song also was extremely yes, popular. Exactly. And then Sam Sam Kim. Yeah, Sam Kim also got a, a big push from this K-Rom. Really good soundtrack in general. So I enjoyed it. And yeah, it's sad. It makes you cry. Also, uh Sung Jae from B2E. He was so also, funny in it too. The scenes, was, the scenes with Gong Yu, Lee Dong Wook, and Sung Jae are the best. <laughs> exactly. And um, there is some like mythological lore involved with it so if you're into the fantasy type dramas it's not too heavy where it's like oh like all of this is cg blah 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 blah. like no it's not that it has that mystical vibe to it but it's more playing along with you know gods and um death and stuff like that in that kind of way so i liked it i liked it so that that was my number three for me it was too sad for me to put on the list. Like <laughs> it was one of those dramas. Like, I don't think I can watch again because it made me so sad. Yeah. No, it's a I good story. It's a yeah. good story, but it is sad. Yeah. I, I don't watch it. Like, it's not like every year I'll rewatch it, but like, if I'm feeling up to it, you know, it's like, I have my moments of life. I, I kind of want to watch this. Yeah. I'll, I'll put this one back on for sure. That uh, my, my fourth one actually sort of follows that. Okay. That line. Um, my fourth one is Hotel Del Luna. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, IU representation. Let's go. Okay. IU was and fantastic as the lead. Mm -hmm. She was amazing. I think she made this drama, to be honest. I think her character and like, it was, it's I so think good. They, the writers had her in mind when they were creating this because really good drama. That's yeah. not on my list. I have a different K-drama with her involved in it though on mine, but yeah. continue. But it is one of those dramas that I don't know if I can go back and watch because like the entire last episode, the entire time I was sobbing for like an hour straight. Like it was <laughs> like my eyes hurt afterwards. I was crying so hard. And it's, it's another one that's along the lines of like playing with death and fate and yeah. stuff like that because she's, she was cursed in, you know, what era were they? I think they were in the Goryeo era. Yeah. Um, so she was cursed that a long time ago and now runs this ghost hotel, essentially, where people who have just passed on stay there while they get their closure before moving on to like heaven. It's or, like purgatory. Yeah, it's, it's like purgatory. But in, in, in a nice like hotel, hotel <laughs> version, you know, they make it look, you know, we don't know what, what, you know, purgatory is, but like they make it seem like it's this you know, calming place and yeah. you do what and you got to do. She's essentially almost like a grim reaper in that what she yeah. does is help these people with their closure. So like if someone is murdered, like she will go find their murderer and give them justice, essentially. Yeah. That's what she has to do because uh, I don't remember exactly why she was cursed, but like something about she wasn't the best person um, yeah. when at that time. But it's it's very fun because it, it can jump between like that historical era and present day and everything in between. So you'll see what the hotel looks like, like during the Korean war or, yeah. you know, um, when the three kingdoms were a thing, like it's just sort of like does that whole thing. Yeah. Um, but it is very sad because like <laughs> they all have to pass too at some point, they all have yeah. to move on. Um, so in the last that episode, is true. In the last episode, it just kind of all hits at once. Yeah. You're like, I, like, I want to die. Me. I cried. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But really yeah, I thought, I thought IU was amazing in this drama. And like, it was so impactful that it made me like sob for an hour. And that's yeah. not normal. Usually I'll cry for like 10 minutes and be like, all right, I'm over it. But I was like, <laughs> for like three hours, I was like on the floor. Like, <laughs> like, why did it have to end like this? It's not necessarily like a sad, sad ending, but yeah. it's not like a suspicious partner happy ending where everything is like roses and beautiful it's not like that mm. so yeah but I, I just thought it was a very good story and I believe the writers that did Goblin wrote this story I believe well. so because it has very elements that are very similar to it and hey I don't want to spoil the ending but that thing at the end at the very very end I was just like please have a sequel with him true in it. true I want they did with they him. did leave it open-ended yeah um, I was just like but it's been please. years so I wouldn't hold your breath <laughs> yeah I know I know. So like moving on, because we, I know we don't have a lot of time, um, kind of got to speed through this. The next, since we're on the topic of IU, the other drama I picked from her, and this is really sad and I, I know, but the whole premise of it was really cool. Um, in terms of the concept was Scarlet Heart. Um, I, I haven't watched it um just because I heard that it will kill you inside so. it will it will and I mean if you were expecting lighthearted drama no 
this is another period piece type. Well, I guess I can tell you a little bit about it. Um, IU present day is uh, her character. Something happens and um, she ends up drowning um, as she's trying to save somebody. And in that process, as she was drowning, she gets teleported into the Goryeo um, era of Korea. And she's like, who am I? You know, like, where am I? Stuff, kind of stuff like that. But it is, at first, it seems like it's lighthearted. But no, this drama is full on drama, sadness, heartbreak. I mean, um, Lee Jun Ki is the main lead, but there's also seven other <laughs> leads, technically. Seven? You, yes. That's a lot. <laughs> technically, there's so it's her and eight princes. So Lee Jun Ki is the main lead per se, but you had Jisoo, you had Nam Joo Hyuk, you had um Baekhyun. This was Baekhyun's first um uh K drama that he did. Uh, I'm trying to remember, like, his name escapes that, me. That's a list of good looking people. Jeez. No, 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 honestly, like, very good looking dude. And there's another, he's a really, um, there's two others, um, that are in there that we know who they are. Their names are just escaping me right now, but they're also very popular, um, actors but some of them play villains um, as some of the princes. But yeah, it it's sad. It's it's a lot of drama, but I liked it because one, I do like period pieces from time to time. And um, the premise of it was enough to keep me around. It's just one of those things. Watch when you're, you know, in a lighter kind of mood. Don't, don't watch it. Don't be depressed sad. and watch it. Yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> don't do that don't do that that is don't be sad big... probably not on your period either if you're yeah, a person yeah. that gets a period don't watch it when you're on it. yeah yeah not on not during time of the month okay that it, it's too sad it's too sad but the reason why i put it was just because this is one of the core like firm like dramas it's not a melodrama it's not comedy i wanted to come bring back something a little bit more serious onto my list and um i don't watch it as often but like I'll still find myself remembering it. And again, a good cast of soundtracks. You had Epic High, Lee High, Hayes at one point, you had Punch. Um, so really, really cool. Um, and a good one. Again, period piece. I don't want to spoil it too much because if I do mention a little bit uh, of the plot, it gives away like what's like, very- like it's a spoiler heavy type of story. It's spoil- yeah, spoiler yeah. heavy because uh, Lee Jun Ki's character is the main character, but he's the estranged one out of the those who are in line because they're technically cousins, not brothers. So um, yeah, and, and it is a fight for the throne. Who's going to take over? I'll just leave it at that. It's deep. It's really deep. But yes, I wanted to bring at least a more serious toned drama to my list. I'm going to go ahead and turn it back because I'm not super into the <laughs> the dark stuff necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like happy things. So my fifth one is Fight My Way or Fight For My Way. Mm-hmm. Love I this. Considering. Love this drama. I just started rewatching it because I put it on the list. I was like, it's been a while since I watched this. 
love it even more now because like I'm the same age as the leads. So Mm -hmm. it feels even more relatable than like when I first watched it, but basically childhood friends going through the trials and tribulations of being alive (laughs) Mm -hmm. of, um, when you meet them, they're not working their dream jobs. They're just getting by essentially. And it's kind of about how you really need to do the thing you love to live your best life essentially. And the two leads are like best friends to lovers. We love that in this house. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, Mm -hmm. that is a trope we do like. (laughs) So it's uh, interesting to like watch their dynamic change because it's very subtle at first, but it's like, we're talking like childhood, childhood, best friends, like six, seven you know, they, um, and going through life together that way and sort of like coping with these feelings developing for each other. It makes me like kick my legs like a child when they're, when they have like their (laughs) their moments. I love the main lead. Not so don't really like the second lead situation because it's more like the friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's more established relationship, but like he's considering cheating. Like he's, it's like too, yeah. He's like, he's like falling for an intern. That's exactly like this, the girl is, but younger. And it's like, I I don't like that dynamic whatsoever. So like, I don't like the second leads, but I love the main leads. Yeah. Really good drama. That's a a drama that you want to have a good laugh for. Um, I'm trying to pick out like uh, all of the ones that I have after, like they're a little bit more serious I'm sorry. Um, I'm just really distracted. Hi, Jungkook. Oh yeah. Hello. <laughs> right there. Um, on my list, cause I want to save my top favorite one for last. Uh, I'll say my next one was secret garden also with Hyunbin and oh gosh, her, the actress's name is escaping me at this time, but that's a throwback. That is a very big throwback 2009 ish around that time. But I mean, it got parodied a lot because it was such a big drama. I think it's on the levels of like how Goblin was huge. Um, everybody, this is the trope of, oh my God, I woke up, woke up in the wrong body. <laughs> they switch for some reason, something happens in the universe and they switch bodies. And now, you know, it is technically the, the poor girl, like barely making it by, has to make, take on these multiple jobs versus the rich Tibble, you know, they switch lives and they're like, oh my God, I'm a female in a male's body and I'm a male in a female's body. And um it was really good in my opinion. And um like it is it does have its levels of like drama where it's sad, but it 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 really gets to you. And because it was such a classic I was like yeah repeat like I'd come back to this and rewatch it all the time and yeah their chemistry too was really cool and you get to see the dynamic of I'm a rich dude that really likes a poor girl and I don't care what you're gonna say because we are in this situation where we switch bodies like I get to learn more about her and they try to also figure out how do we switch this how does this work you know and really good their chemistry was really good too and I had to just add secret garden in there because that is such a classic at this point it is very much of its time there was like Mm -hmm. a lot of that the rich CEO and poor girl thing going on during that time but Mm -hmm. I I watched it too not one of my favorites but like I can see why people like it to me it's better than like boys over flowers oh yeah same trope oh yeah oh yeah so (laughs) 
see that none of that that's not gonna be on any of our list for sure no. if anything i like the japanese version better since it's <laughs> original anyway anyways um moving on uh what are we on six now i think so okay um yeah i'll pull i'll pull one that i don't think anybody is expecting um extraordinary you was oh yeah so that oh, was like rose's okay. first like main lead Mm-hmm. And I was very, like, I got very into this story because the concept is, um, the lead girl is like, it's set in, um, a manoir. So okay. she's like a side character in the manoir that is like obsessed with a boy that is the shittiest. He's terrible to her. He's mean, he's awful, mm-hmm. but she becomes sentient that like, she's a side, she's a character in a story. Like this mm-hmm. is not real life. She is being written in a story mm-hmm. and is like extremely determined to break out of the role that she has been given because it's like mm-hmm. she's supposed to be a like docile like sweet girl obsessed with this guy who is just terrible to her no matter mm-hmm. what like she's like oh I'm in love with him so he can do whatever he wants but she's not actually like that like as a person she's very strong strong-willed and is like as soon as like it's a lot of snaps so like when it mm-hmm. snaps on that means the story is playing and then Mm -hmm. snap off interesting Mm -hmm. um but she sees Rowoon and he's somehow like he's able to I don't even know how to explain it he's a character that like doesn't exist but becomes becomes one so Mm -hmm. he's like special and they fall in love off like off script Mm -hmm. so the whole concept is that she's chasing him because they're able to sort of change the story and become like the leads um and but like there's a period of time where he gets written out completely and like reappears as a back character that has no memory like it's very dramatic in that Mm -hmm. way um and I guess the ending's sort of happy but I just like I really like the concept of like this character that someone created actually has their own like thoughts and is totally different than what Mm -hmm. they're portrayed to be so it's just very interesting to watch her fight against reality basically because like you know you're in a mm-hmm. manual but you can't do anything about it like yeah 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 I haven't watched it yet but that sounds interesting um I made a really quick change because I realized I was like oh wait hold on there is a k-drama that's similar revolving into the manual world and I had to mention w with mm, I love that one it didn't make it but I love that drama <laughs> um and I was just like, I have, like, I was looking at my list. I have no, well, technically Secret Garden, he makes an appearance. But, um, like, I have no K-dramas with one of my favorite actors in here. How blasphemous of me. I have to mention W just because it is the premise of also reality versus what the online webtoon Wanhua is doing and how, how reality blends. And now, for some reason, she ends up in his world and then he crosses over into reality so it's just like who is this person is he even real you know he is technically real in his realm but like you know she ends up falling for this character and you know what is happening in the literally what happens in his world if when she crosses over happens in the comic and it's like huh you know like yeah the comic starts writing itself essentially yeah. when she goes into it yeah and um she ends up you know writing at one point when she, this is this wasn't even her thing you know in the beginning so it was an interesting concept of you know 
time travel and universe hopping and stuff like that. So it was just like, oh, I really like that. And plus, I, like I said, I'm a really big fan of Lee Jong Sook. He's oh my god, oh my <laughs> he's god, so good looking. Okay. Oh <laughs> yes, <He's> so, please. <laughs> top tier man, top tier man, top tier actor. We love it. He is in one of the ones I have listed because I just as you said, I need he needs to be on the list somewhere. Yeah, I was like, how do I not have him on this list? How how rude of me! I don't include one of my favorite actors on here. Listen. I'm waiting for him to drop things in 2022 already. Bring it! I'm ready. You're back. I, I watched. I watched uh, Romance as a bonus book just because he was the lead and yeah. he was in love with an older lady. I was like, yes, Luna story. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Literally, though, like, I was so excited. I was like, bitch, I gotta watch this whole thing through. Oh my god. Anyway. We love Nuna stories because we're old now. So. Exactly. We relate. <laughs> next one because we have we have three, three more, more yeah um so I'll just I'll just roll with the Lee Jong-suk train here um the next one I put on my list was Pinocchio oh okay okay I was considering that one yeah so I just that drama was interesting to me because the whole concept of a Pinocchio is like they're people that are unable to lie so mm-hmm. They like physically cannot lie because like they, I forget it was like a cough or sneeze or something. There's a trigger where if they lie immediately, like people know because they have yeah. something going on. So um, Lee Jong sucks the main lead in this one. And it's another childhood friends to lovers thing. Yeah. <laughs> Park Shin um, is the other female lead. So yes. yes. Um, but it, it does have those other elements of like, they work in a news business and they kind of uncover like shitty practices going on in there and then his family like some bad things happened to his family that were covered up so he kind of figures out what's going on there um and I just thought it was a very interesting concept and obviously I am a I am everything I do is childhood to lovers childhood Mm -hmm. friends to lovers thing love that shit Mm -hmm. um so I just really liked the story itself because I believe she's a Pinocchio right she's unable to lie I think so yeah yeah, so yeah, which is weird because her her mom is also a an, a news anchor in mm-hmm. that show, right? Yeah, so it's just uh, interesting to see. And obviously, I work in media, so I like really like media stories just to mm-hmm. you know see what it's like. So that's why I put that one on there. My next one is another because I'm saving the last two. The last two that I have actually are very older, like throwback dramas. But this next one um it has it's another serious drama um but it's it's okay that's love featuring joan song and oh my gosh pretty lady what's her name she's in a lot i only remember this because like it came out when i started getting into k-pop and dio is in it yeah (laughs) so dio is it is in this it's his um k-drama debut and um first of all it is it is a K-drama meant for an older audience, first of all. It is not something you should be watching. I mean, you can, but it's. I don't think you'll fully understand what goes on um, unless you're a little bit older. Um, and then you have kind of this whole, she's a psychologist, I believe. Oh gosh, it's been a while since I've um, watched it, but it, it is a favorite just because, you know, there's, multiple personality disorder just a little bit there's trauma involved um 
oh gosh, I don't remember his, his, I think he had ALS also in the, um, in the K-drama, uh, in, yeah, but he, he's a dude that has a lot of fucked up shit happening to him, and it's a lot, it's triggered by a lot of childhood trauma that goes into, I think, I believe he's an author of some sort, um, and she meets, or he meets, gosh, her, the actress's name is escaping me, but the main lead, and, um, it was just how did these two very different people who are also kind of in their own like independence as themselves as people come together and become this dysfunctional kind of friendship and family and couple and again a lot of drama but Dio does take the cake on this one because his acting was so phenomenal in it and I'm like oh shit like this dude can act and he is a great actor (laughs) And I'm just like, for your debut, like, really? Dude, Dio, come on. Kyungsu. Good job. Yeah, again, it is on the serious side, but it 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 touches upon a lot of themes here and there. And um, Kyungsu is also in that, and also Lee, uh, Lee Sung-kyung. So, yes, lots of different dynamics, and people would very colorful like personalities and things going on in their realm and trauma but it's good you may cry though the female lead name you're looking for by the way is gong hyojin there we go i was just like what is her name yeah (laughs) yeah she's in a lot like she's a really good actress in general so yeah i think we can speed through the last two yeah i think so (laughs) because the last two were hard um for me just because like Mm-hmm. everything else um so the second to last one i'm going to say is suspicious partner um, okay mm-hmm. wasn't super popular when it came out but ji chang wook is the main lead and i'm obsessed so with him so <laughs> um and nam ji hun's the other one very it's like a law drama so this is like okay. the first i put it on the list because like i usually hate law dramas but it was the first one i watched and i was like very into it um Mm -hmm. basically there's a murder and she is a suspect and she's put in jail for it um yeah and then gets out and they try to find the real murderer and fall in love and they have a very cute relationship Mm -hmm. and it also gets a little spicy which is very not normal um Mm -hmm. so that's why i liked it it was a good one for me yeah my second to last one is it's a cooking baking drama and ever since then it kind of inspired i want to own my own cafe like in my own dream is my lovely samsoon and um it has hyunbin in it but it, it is also a nuna drama i'll just say that it's a nuna drama um this was taken in the early 2000s so it's an old drama but if you're into baking and cooking um the main lead she is um i guess I think the French word for it is patissier. She she bakes a lot of things and she ends up working for Hyunbin's um, restaurant. And it's the whole Nuna dynamic of like, oh, this is a younger dude, not supposed to talk, you know, like, you know, but you're my boss as well. So there is that balance of how do I keep a professional, but I want to still expand my own business and everything. And then he's also a rich chibble, but really good one I like it a lot because of the cooking aspect of this drama though like every single time I watch this drama I was like I want to learn how to make that give me food 
<laughs> so I I was just like so enamored. And aside from my last one, which is technically my top favorite one, um, this one was the one of the very first K dramas that I ever watched, and it exposed me to K dramas. So that's why it has a sentimental uh, value to myself because it's just like, yes. This is like the beginnings of how I went down this damn rabbit hole that is K-dramas. <laughs> one of the few, the, the last one is the, the one that really got me into it. I can uh, ma- or like mention my last one very quickly because it's mm-hmm. sort of the last last. Um, I put Borong as my last one. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mostly because like, I don't necessarily think the drama itself is the best, but it was like the first like period piece that I watched. So it was Mm -hmm. the one that sort of got me into watching, you know, historical dramas and Mm -hmm. V was in it. So that's why Mm -hmm. I did. He was great in that. Uh, But yeah, that was my gateway into historical dramas. So Mm -hmm. I just thought it was, you know, important for that. Yeah. And I mean, also really good looking people in that (laughs) K-dramas. There's oh. Park Sojun's on on my list a few times. Park Yeonshik, uh, like always. Hey, but they like technically their friend group. I don't think is Choi Wushik, uh, Choi Yushik Wushik. I don't. I don't think he's in. I that don't think drama. he's in Hwara, But no. the, Shine, uh, Minho was. Shiny's Minho, Minho was. There we go. But they're getting together for in the soup. Yes. So hey, if you want that reunion, but it's not all of the characters together, but the friend group with Tay. I'm excited to watch that. I'm so excited to watch that. Anyways, aside the point, I've only heard good things about Hwarang. I still haven't watched it, in my opinion. I know I should, so that is still on the list. There but is I a don't... little weird. There's a little weird. You know how K-dramas like to do the are they related but in love thing? There's a little bit. Of oh, that. yeah. It's one of those. Okay, I got to mentally prepare for that. Yeah, um, I didn't like it for the main leads, just the historical aspect and the, the friends were really funny, so. Yeah, yeah. Um. My last one, it's kind of dealing with period pieces, but it's not. It takes place in modern day. It was the very first K-drama that I ever watched. And I was just like, yes, give me. I started to get into Korean food because of them and just understanding the culture a little bit more was Princess Hours it, or Goong. So um, it had Yoon Hae in it and the actor's name I'm forgetting, but it, it is another like coming of age at the time there in high school. So it held, it, it rang very true to like our age back then and early 2000s also in terms of this one, but it's basically, I'm a poor girl. I get, I marry into basically the Royal family and now I have to adapt. And it was based off of a uh, Madma also. Um, it did get a spinoff. <laughs> spinoff wasn't that great but um the original princess hour series was really good and um to see their chemistry and how it works are the it's one of those things like i'm gonna watch this every single year i don't care i don't care if i'm almost in my 30s and this is a drama it has that nostalgic feeling and because it was the first one for me to ever watch of course i had to add it and I will never get tired of it and I'm always going to just watch it and be like, I know what's coming next, but I don't care. I have feels. They're so good together. So, and also the main lead is the Sundari type. So love that. There you, there you go. So <laughs> yeah, this has been our three by three. We hope did, I, we hope that 
any of the dramas we mentioned are in your top favorites but share with us what your three by threes are we'd love to see it um and share on it with us on social media or on our youtube comments but it's always fun getting to come together again for kpsn and just celebrating together and being here but anything else roxy nope i don't think so all right well you know how to find us (laughs) well for those who are for those who are meeting us for the very first time you know we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you know go find us and we're always on social media somewhere so yes at craze mag everywhere you can find us Mm -hmm. so um thank you to kpsn for having us for letting us have this space to talk about it and you know i i did want to tie it back to mental health really quickly because the reason why we're watching these is because you know it makes us feel good yeah some of these dramas are sad sure okay i I probably have the darker sadder ones on the list compared to roxy but you know it's something that brings us happiness and joy and you know really take care of yourself and if one way to take care of yourself when it comes to your mental health is watching gay dramas so be it and so we hope that you find something from this list and you know really think about why do these dramas really make you happy or like why they bring you comfort in a time where you're going through something so yeah just tying it all back together it's it was it's what makes us happy and we hope that this episode is something that will make you happy too and just reevaluate what are my favorites yes definitely so thank you guys for watching and you can catch us on our youtube channel for our next episode hi interrupting this episode to let you know that the craze cast is joining k-pop social night in raising funds for minority mental health awareness month this july at kpsn podcast fest 2022 this is the third and possibly last year um that the k-pop and k-drama podcast from around the globe are coming together for a great cause through this event so don't miss it the craze cast believes in the efforts of the national alliance on mental health and we want you to know that you are not alone in your wellness journey learn more about this event and how to add your donation at www.kpsnfun.com again that is www.kpsnfun.com Enjoy the episode. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.